Hello and welcome to According to John. Today's question. Are angels male or female? And some people just aren't going to like the answer. Yeah, you're going to be a little controversial here again. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, this is an issue in our world today. People are just looking for a way. I think it's Satan behind it. Just trying to get people confused, get them off base a little bit here, veer them away from the truth here so he can veer them away from truth somewhere else. And this is a really a no-brainer when you go to the scriptures. But people want to go to how they feel. You know, my 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 grandma died, and she's my angel. She's, she, she's heaven my just angel. gained another angel. She's Listen, like, no, she cr- might have seemed like an angel, but she is not an angel. No, hey, creator. I am your host, John Westfall. This is my co-host, Pastor Duke Herget, the Duke Meister. And today, we're going to open in a word of prayer, and then we're going to get in on this topic, are angels male or female? And we are going to systematically go through the scriptures to, to unfold this to give you clarity on the answer. And there is clarity. Now, yeah. that being said, some people might want to argue, but when we are done... I think your argument will be moot. Yeah, it is settled. It's settled. Right? Brother, open us in a word of prayer. Uh, okay. Father, make the, the this podcast a blessing to those that hear. Uh, correct us where we're erring. Let us be secure in what your word says, that we understand it and we stand on it, and uh, we uh, minister truth and love to people. And uh, thank you for those that tune us in. We pray that you'll edify, build them up, strengthen them, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. So one of my, I know this is going to sound crazy, dude. I'm used to it. Go ahead. One of my <laughs> one of my favorite movies, and it's just such a light-hearted, fun movie, Angels in the Outfield. Angels in the Outfield has, uh, who is the guy, Back to the Future, Chris? Oh, uh, whatever. At any rate, any, so any this it's a baseball movie, and it's where angels come in and they help the the. Is that uh, where they do? You build it, and we'll come. Is no, 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 no. That's Field of Dreams. Okay, uh, which is funny because I don't ever watch TV, but these are the movies. No, no. So this one right here is the Angels, the in in Anaheim, California, the the baseball team. Okay, yeah, California. Angels. So yeah, the California Angels, Anaheim Angels, whatever they are, I don't. know. At any rate, so in the movie, angels come and they help them win the the baseball um, championship, World championship, Series. World Series. Thank you. <laughs> so if you watch the, the if you watch in the the movie, um, you have the 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 main angel is a man. And then you have all the angels coming in oh, on the field. See where you're going now. They're men. But then you have angels that are massaging the shoulders of another player and long, beautiful, blonde hair. Female blonde. angel, huh? Female angels. A good-looking female angel. <laughs> huh? She was a good-looking female. <laughs> and then you have, if you go into the store, uh, 90% of the angels on the shelf are female angels. 
And as you look uh, and you, you look at the way the world represents an angel, it's usually always a beautiful female angel. Can't find that in the scripture, can you, Johnny? Nowhere. Uh, we looked long and hard. but Nowhere. So it's a man-made doctrine, huh? All man-made. And, and why? Not, it feels so good. I appreciate it. <laughs> look at that. But look, if, if we... But, but listen, and, and I know people will go... Uh, John, you're just pushing it. No, I'm not. You need to hear. You need to hear what I'm saying. If the media and society, because all they're doing by presenting female angels is twisting the scriptures. Yeah, they're opening up the, the the. I think the real main emphasis and importance of this message is this: Satan is constantly trying to take people away from truth because truth sets us free. And what He's, a better way than to. And he can take something like this, and there's a whole lot in, in our world today, in movies, uh, as, as you use as an example, uh, the mystical world of demons and angels. And, you know, it's kind of like, well, we're, this is the good witch, you know. It's like, no, there's no such thing as a good witch. You know, I think of the Wizard of Oz, which right. I think I saw 150 times right. growing up. Uh, there's no such thing as a good witch. And this is all part of that demonic world yes. Yes. where they're taking human ignorance and they're throwing in something that's spiritual. Well, well, they're creating they're creating a spiritual belief system, a spiritual system that they're attaching to the scriptures. But it's all false. Yeah. Perver perverting the it's truth. And it gets emotional for people, right. you know, say, well, my grandma's an angel. No, she's not. She's, she's, if, praise God, she's in heaven. She's the wonderful human being that God right. made her to be. She's grandma. Right. And she'll never be an angel because no. people never become angels and angels never become can, people. They don't become people. Now they can come in the form of a person, but they never become people. Absolutely. So here we go. Are angels male or female? Angels are spirit beings, number one. Hebrews 1.14 says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Angels are ministering spirits, number one, right? I mean, and and so as and as we look through this, we see that they're ministering spirits, they're spirits, they're not people. And the most we can say as we go through the scriptures is that the scriptures depicts angels as if they were male all the way throughout. From generations to revolutions, they're yeah, male. Exactly. And, and, and here's the thing. We can go, okay, uh, they're not men. They're angels in the masculine, which is really kind of interesting because the, in every uh, reference in the scriptures, it's a masculine gender. And the Greek word for angel is angelos, and it's in the masculine form. Now listen to this. There is no feminine form for angel or angelos. That's the answer right there. 
plain and simple, but we we want to make it something different. I know. We want to we want to add to God's word. We want to change God's word because we have this dream, and we I had this dream, and there was this beautiful female angel, <laughs> and it, you know, it's like no, no, no. Let, let's let's not pervert the word of God. Let's right. just see what it says exactly because this is all good news. Yeah, and by the way, a dream is a dream, and scripture is scripture. Yeah, there's a difference. There's a difference, yeah. and so. A feminine form of angelos does not exist, only the masculine. And so if we look at the three genders in grammar, contrary to... There's not 73 genders? I I thought the three have been expanded. We're not going there, Johnny. We're not going to chase that rabbit. It's going to kill us, but we're going to stay on text here. Duke. (laughs) I am... I'm glad I'm here I took for you. my blood pressure. I'm here, Johnny. <laughs> Go back to scriptures. How many genders in the Bible? Listen to me. In grammar, in scripture, in reality. <laughs> oh, now you're gonna drag reality in? <laughs> in, in? In in the real world. <laughs> But in the political world, we'll agree. In the political world, there are 73, and, and, and more will arise. You and I can't understand all but only but about three of them. But, three. You know, three. Yeah. In, in, Duke, I don't even know why. Today. I'm trying I'm to keep you out of this ditch, Johnny. <laughs> okay, I'm back in. There are three genders in grammar. Mm-hmm. Masculine. He, him, his. I'm being emphatic because... That's what it is. That's what it's always been. That's what it's always will be. And I don't give a crap how crazy people get on the other side. Okay, you're you're out of the ditch. Let's go. Feminine, she, her, hers. Not Z, zoo, and zit. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then is in and then is in the neuter. It it's. Masculine, he, him, his, feminine, she, her, hers. Neuter, it, it's. I think any seventh grader would say amen to that and not be confused <sighs> dude it, it, i had to focus to get past that <laughs> reality reality is what reality is in the real world that's all you have is yep when babies are born in the world you know they we there there were there him were or two. her and then of course in, in neuter you know you know like the you know the the pole isn't it you know it's yep. not a exactly or feminine it's, right. it's, it's neuter right Angels are never re- referred to in any gender other than masculine, and masculine is man, male, not female. Listen, and this isn't a negative. It's not like, oh, uh, only angels can be men, and, and you can't have female angels. Well, what about the ladies? Let, so, ladies, I'm, I'm so, so very, very sorry, but God didn't put them in the feminine. Uh, he sends angels to assist ladies just as much Hello. As, as men. So the purpose of angels is ministering spirits. You already covered that verse, you know, to those that shall be heirs of salvation. You know, God, angels are involved in your life even before you have Jesus in your heart. I think without guardian angels, you'd have been dead 75 times uh, before. <laughs> I definitely would have been. Yeah. 
You wore a handful of them out, dude. I, I and if you ask some people, I still do. Any rate, um, there'd be no violence in heaven, except perhaps God may allow some guardian angels of Johnny Westfall to take you out behind a barn and whoop you <laughs> for all the grief you've put them through with you and your motorcycles and walking out on cliffs the Grand Canyon. So if they're out there whooping on you, I'm just going to say amen. I'm going to tell you, the, the the cliff at the Grand Canyon, dude, I, I uh, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, a wind came up and hit me in the chest. Dude, it was the most calm, calm morning. I walk out there, I stand there, I'm like, take a picture, and then bam, the wind hits me. Almost knocked me over the edge. I won't even look at those pictures, John. Almost knocked me over the edge. And I'm telling you, we were at the top of the canyon, and the only thing between me and the bottom of the canyon was air. At any rate, in all the appearances that when we read about in the scriptures, angel is never referred to as she or it. Never. Nowhere. Doesn't exist in scriptures anywhere there's one spot and we're going to talk about it as we go down that uh some people will argue but by the time we get done your argument is null and void doesn't matter you never let an obscure scripture uh drive away clear scripture and i've I've read through the bible 151 times and missed that every time so far so i wouldn't say it's a major uh, situation right how cool was that i appreciate how deep you go because i i know actually it was a it's a learning time for me amen i came here to teach but actually i'm learning so well that happens to all of us sometimes (laughs) uh okay so not only are angels never referred to as she or it uh, when angels appear, they always appeared and dressed as human males. Not wings everywhere, but as a human being. They come in the in the form of a man when they come on earth. I think your reference to Genesis 18 is at Sodom, when the angels came to Sodom. And- so in, let me pull this up, in Genesis 18, 2. So he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing by him. And when he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed himself to the ground. So Lot sees these angels. Abraham. They're what? Oh, this is Abraham. Abraham. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Abraham sees them. Same angels. Yeah. He came to Abraham first. Yeah. Because it looks. Yeah. 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 And it, well, so, well, one of the three never leaves Abraham, only the two go into the, to Lot. So Lot sees the two, but Abraham sees the three men were standing by him. That's masculine gender. Yeah. But here's interesting. So he lifted his eyes and looked and behold, three men were standing by him. It was like, boop, appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> Because that's what they do. I'd love to have that ability to play hide and seek with my grandkids. Right. <laughs> totally freak them out, man. Would, I love it. I think Jesus that did that. Funny. Jesus kind of in the resurrected body kind yeah. of suddenly appeared. So I'm hoping I get yeah. that power in the future. I'm going right? to be a lot of fun in eternity if I can do that. Oh, my goodness. Freak you out, Johnny. <laughs> right. Uh, also, Genesis eighteen sixteen. Then the men rose from there and looked towards Sodom, and Abraham went with them to send them on the way. The men, if you back up, it's the same three men that angel or, or that Abraham looked up and saw, and then ran out, ran to them. It's the men. We we see it clearly. Ezekiel 
9-2. And suddenly, six men came from the direction of the upper gate, which faces north, each with his battle axe in his hand. One man among them was clothed with linen and had a writer's inkhorn at his side. They went in and stood beside the bronze altar. And so when you look at this, um, you will find that you have executioners and you have angels, men, okay? No angel ever appears in Scripture dressed as a female. Over and over and over the same. Well, and, and here's why. Because the Bible says men, that it is shameful, shameful, shameful for men to dress like women. No cross-dressing among angels. So if it's shameful for men, human beings, to dress like females, you know angels aren't going to do it. Because they're holy. And they're holy and they don't have free will. They lost free will at the fall. When Satan, when Satan fell and took a third of the angels with him, that's when God took free will away from them. So you know they're not going to violate God's rule, and God's not going to violate his rule, which is his word. And if the male is to dress like a male, they're going to dress like a male. That was a little side road, too. <laughs> Dude, I can't take it anymore. I can't take looking at people coming and wondering if they're a man or a woman. What the crap have we become, man, as a society? Women, men are wussies today. Yeah. Where are they? The uh, Duke, where are the men? The spirit of this age. Duke, where is... are, I'm asking you, where are the men? I'm right here, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> ready to go, ready to boogie. Let's go charge hell with a squirt gun. Is that masculine enough? Yes. <laughs> I'm just... You see, the spirit of iniquity. Topic. I'm off topic. The spirit of iniquity doth already work. And, and everything that is holy and sacred and right, Satan is moving to twist it right. backwards. And that's that's the whole thing. Yeah. Look, he did it with angels. He's doing it with people. It doesn't change because Satan doesn't change. He you, keeps using the same agenda the same way yeah. over and over and over again because Satan doesn't change because the reality is man doesn't change. We are... We're always caught by the same bait. Yeah. Satan did it to the culture in Sodom. He, he did it throughout history. You see the, we the, see it the lewdness in a society minus God equals this uh, throughout history. And, yeah. we're, and we're back. You know, things uh, cycle around in, in history. Things go from uh, depravity and, and emptiness and brokenness to people reach out and they find God and then he corrects them and they, and we and then you know man kind of gets his life together and then he starts falling away and you just read through it all through the period of the judges all through the kings right. all through the church age is that constant but we're at the bottom now yeah we're at the bottom yeah and it's you see broken people on the bottom they're not happy their needs are not met they're condemning everybody who doesn't right. join them you know yeah and what's crazy is their needs aren't met so they attack yeah rather yeah. than just stop and really look yeah you know uh, the only named angels in the Bible Michael and Gabriel, and they're referred to in the masculine, Revelation 12, 7. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his 
angels fought with the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought Michael and his angels. When we look at this again, we're going to see that it is Michael God's angels is all masculine. Nothing changes. Mary was greatly troubled at his words, Gabriel's words. We find this in Luke 129. But when she, Mary, saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting was this. If you go back up to verse 26, it says, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Verse 29, when she saw him, him she was troubled at his, his saying. It is always in the masculine. And again, I'm not trying to not include women because women are included, like you said, in the very fact that they get a guardian angel like we get a guardian angel. See, people get all hooked up in the gender part of it. God created man. When he made man, he says he made them both male and, and female. female. It's the same It's the same animal, you know, uh, the same. It's not an animal. It's a, it's a spirit <laughs> being. We have bodies. Excuse me. I got, my theology got a little drifted uh, off here. It's the same animal. <laughs> it's the same being, male and female, in right. the image of in God. In that sense. For a same. purpose. The yeah. purpose was procreation. Mm -hmm. Angels don't have procreation. He made them male. There's no female angels and, and mommy angels and baby angels. Right. He created them as a host for a purpose to glorify God. Now, wait God. a minute. Wait a minute. You just said it. He created them as a host. So when you look at that, it's kind of like the question, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. the chicken came first and the chicken was full grown. God created everything in its adult form when he created the earth. When he created the angel as a host, he created the angel in adult form. There were no baby angels uh, toddling around heaven. No. To be raised up. They were just created as a host all at once for a purpose. For a purpose. They were spirit beings also made in the image of God, I think with body, right. soul, and spirit and right. volition and all that kind of stuff, but uh, to inhabit heaven on earth. I, I've always thought it this way. Well, why did God not make a host of men? Whereas he made a host of heaven and uh, a host of angels in heaven. And here's where I landed And this. I can't prove this, but you can't prove me wrong. So leave me alone because I like <laughs> it. But Living in heaven directly in the physical presence of God, as the angels were, they kind of know God in a way that perhaps we don't. Well, I'm not going to say kind of. I'm going to say they know him absolutely yeah. because I agree. you have cherubims and seraphims. That's the only two types of angels you have. Cherubims are warrior angels. Uh, I always say cherubims ride chariots. <laughs> I never thought of that. And seraphims, seraphims are the angels that sing praise and glorify God all day and night long. So seraphims sing hymns. Okay, I'll, I'll not forget that. Cherubims, seraphims. Cherubims ride chariots because they're warrior angels. Seraphims sing hymns because... They're uh, praising him. Well, meanwhile, back to the host of angels yes. versus the race of man. 
God was going to give us something that angels know, don't know about. He's going to create us both male and female mm-hmm. for the purpose of procreation right. so that we will have mommies and daddies and babies. And then mommies and daddies pour into, and there's a, there's a maternal side of God. God created motherhood. He's, he has a maternal side. He is masculine, but the masculine one created motherhood. And, um, and so we see that, that, that tender side of God that we would see among females. Uh, it's, but he's still masculine, and he didn't become female. He is male, but he created that male and female that uh, where we don't know God maybe the way the angels do, but we know him as Father God. Oh, right. That's and and, cool. and we do read Scripture where, where the angels are betwixt and very interested in salvation. It's not for them. The Bible says they look into it. Yeah. They see this amazing plan of redemption that God unfolded. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, slain from the foundation of the the world. world. And Job tells us that at the foundation of the world, when God was actually creating the world, they were watching. Yes. They were watching. God created the heavens, the angels. And then later, was it like... The next day, I don't. Uh, he don't didn't tell us. If he didn't tell us, it's not. A, it's none of our business. But they were watching him create the planet, and they were in awe of that. And they were they they were in awe watching his physical creation. And then they see sin entering in among men, and they well, begin to understand God had a plan to fix it. And then they see the Son of God die yeah. for humanity. And they were involved, some of them especially involved, that there were angels that ministered to Jesus mm-hmm. uh, at the time of his uh, temptation in the wilderness. Uh, Dude, they were, they were so caught up in this. They, were, they literally, in, it says they looked into, they investigated. You think maybe Jesus is their hero too? I think so. I think so. Other references to angels are always in the masculine gender. In Judges 6.21, we read, the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and unleavened bread and fire rose out from the rock, consumed the meat and the unleavened bread, and the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. Now, uh, obviously, he's talking about here um, uh, when it says the angel of the Lord, we believe this to be Jesus who comes as an angel of the Lord. Uh a theophany and appearance of Christ, a right. Christophany and appearance of Christ in the Old Testament. Right. That's a whole nother ten and of podcasts. Course, and of course, though, the, it's his, his, his references. Zechariah asks an angel a question and reports, he answered, right? Zechariah one nineteen. And I said to the angel who talked with me, now this is just a regular angel, not the angel of the Lord or Jesus. This is just a standard, regular, whatever. I mean, rank and file angel. Yeah, rank and file angel. And I said to the angel who talked with me, what are these? So he answered me. He. Pretty simple. That's real simple. The angels in Revelation are all spoken of as he and their possessions as his. Watch this. Revelation 10.1. I saw still another mighty angel coming down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was on his head. I find it interesting that a rainbow is on his head. 
what have we abused more than anything symbolize uh, with uh, symbolism? Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. A rainbow. And so now we got an angel of God in Revelation coming to the earth with a rainbow on his head. I think that is an in your face from God. Yes, Satan tried to take away that that heavenly uh, aspect, um, God's promise, the covenant with a rainbow, and totally, totally drag it down to the bottoms of morality. And, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he goes on, and a rainbow was on his head, his face was like the sun, and his feet like pillars of fire. It can go on if we wanted. He had a little book to open in his hand, and he set his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land. I mean, it's just on and on and on. We can read as he and his. Every time. Every time. Revelation if uh, uh, 10, 5. The angel whom I saw standing on the sea and on the land raised up his hand to heaven. Revelation 14, 19. So the angel thrust his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and threw it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. The angel thrust his, his sickle sickle we have revelation 16 2 so the first went and poured out his bowl on the earth and a foul and loathsome sore came upon the men who had the mark of the beast and those who worshiped his image the angel poured out his bowl on the earth and we know it's not men because men aren't going to pour a bowl out onto the earth of all the men it's just not going to happen let's just be realistic right Look here in 16.2, Revelation. Then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs of water, and they became blood. How about in Revelation 16.17? Then the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. Revelation 19.7. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the birds that fly in the midst of the heaven, come and gather together for the supper of the great God. And when we look at all the birds, it literally is birds. And I'm wondering if that's not vultures in Armageddon. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a mess to clean up and that's a natural way to it's do it. It's a natural it. way to do it, right? Yeah. God's not going to, it's, it's, hmm. Dude, the day is coming. Anyway, then we have in Revelation 20, verse 1. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. He laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old. And so what we see is, again, he, his, him, when we speak of the angel's and their possessions. The devil, who's a fallen angel, he is referred to in the masculine. John 8, 44, when Jesus is having this huge debate with the Pharisees, Sadducees, lawyers, rich Jews, and all those that were opposing him, you are, he, this is what, what he tells them about their father the devil you are of your father the devil and the desires of your father you want to do he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there's no truth in him 
when he speaks a lie. He speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. No woman can be a father. I'd just like to bring this back in. It mentioned <laughs> earlier, God could have used uh, feminine gender, but he didn't. He didn't. Ever, never, ever once. And you're going, you, I think I haven't been counting, but you're probably going to, in the course of time, hit 20, but in reality, you could hit 100. Right. Because it's always the same. It never changes. And, and the whole thing, when we look at this, and by the way, Jesus is speaking here in John eight forty four, and he says, you are of your father, the devil. The father is always the man. It'll never be any different, regardless of how somebody writes it, looks at it, signs it, posts it, pictures it, displays it, talks about it, claims it. It'll never be any different. The father is the man. Never will it be the woman. And then Jesus goes on and says, he him, he, 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 Satan, the fallen angel is a he mm-hmm. once again. And that fallen angel <laughs> wants to pervert anything and everything God says and God does everything. Now there is an interesting passage and I talked to, we talked to, or I brought this up in the beginning. The interesting passage is Zechariah five, nine. Then I raised my eyes and looked, and there were two women coming with the wind in their wings, for they had wings like the wings of a stork, and they lifted up the basket between earth and heaven. Some people will argue that this is an example of female angels. But there are some things that they're missing. Just look in the text. It's right there. (laughs) Woman. Not angel, God, right? There's a different word. If it was, uh, if it was an, uh, an a woman angel, it would be the Greek word for uh, women. That's the thing, though. Is you like you said, you have to look at the words. They and take, they take the word wings, and then they say, "Oh, it's got to be an angel because it's wings." Well, most angels don't have wings, right? Uh, just the seraphim. The seraphim and uh, uh, cherubims don't have wings. No, we don't ever see it. And uh, and other angels, that they don't have wings. They obviously didn't have wings at Sodom when they showed up, and they said, send these men out that we may know them. And so I've read this 151 times uh, and never noticed that because how could you? It's just the word women. It was a, it was a vision. It was typology. It was something that he's seen that's representing something else, yep. which, is, which is absolute truth. But this is typology, you know? Right here, exactly. This is typology. So if you were to go into the original Hebrew, right, because the Old Testament's written in Hebrew, the New Testament's written in Greek and Aramaic. If you go into the, to the original Hebrew language here, what you will find is they are called nashium. Nashium, and it literally, nashium means woman, as is the woman in who... Uh, in the basket representing wickedness in verses seven and eight. So if we were to go up to seven, the word representing, that's the answer right there. Exactly. Here is a a lead disc lifted up. This is a woman sitting inside the basket. Then he said, this is wickedness and thrust her down into the basket and threw the lead cover over its mouth. Then I raised my eyes and looked and there were two women coming. See, it never changed context. (laughs) It's a vision of women. Now, by contrast, we can look and we would see 
in verse 10. In verse 10, it says, So I said to the angel who talked with me, Where are they carrying the basket? If you look up angel here, it literally is malek. Malek is the Hebrew word, and it means angel or messenger. So you look up woman, it's nashium. It means woman or women. I'm sorry, women. And then if you look up malek, it literally means angel or messenger. So we see a clear distinction. First off, we see it contextually. And then second, if we really investigate and look into it and study it and check out the, the Greek and the Hebrew as appropriate for whatever book you're in. Totally consistent with all the other teaching of an, an angels. Right. Absolutely. And, and so, and then if you look in verse 11, it proves the vision again. And he said to me, the angel said uh, to Zechariah, Let's start in 10. So I said to the angel who talked with me, where are they carrying the basket? And he said to me to build a house for it in the land of Shinar. When it is ready, the basket will be set there on its base. He just told him the answer to the vision. That's, that's, that's what he did. And so what happens is the fact that, like you said, the women have wings in Zechariah, it's just a vision. It's typology. It's, it's, um, it's symbolism. Symbolism. It's not they don't have wings and, and they're angels. It's just symbolism, right? And so we have to be real careful, guys, real careful. And I teach this in my church all the time. We can't go beyond what the text actually says. We can't read into the text unless we have other scriptures that read into the text. You know, some people want to take <laughs> that which is, is just straight up truth and make it symbolic to kind of take away this thing of the truth. And here they take this obvious symbolic and try to make it literal to prove a, a, an unbiblical point of view. Well, one of the passages that is probably the most notorious passage for what you just said, and I'm trying to remember where it's at. You might be able to help me here where it talks about the hair of Jesus in his return, he was on a great white horse. His hair was white like wool. Mm -hmm. So what you'll find is black communities will say, see, Jesus was black because his hair was like ours, like wool. But here's the problem. The passage says about his color of hair, not the texture. His hair was white like wool. Because let me help you out with Jesus. He wasn't white. Mm -hmm. He wasn't black. He was Jewish. He was Jewish. He had olive skin tone. Mm -hmm. and, Mid and Middle Eastern. And, and oh, middle, Exactly, Middle Eastern. And let me help you out here. For all those who have this picture on your wall, Jesus does not and did not have blue eyes. <laughs> he wasn't a Renaissance dude, huh? <laughs> he was not a Renaissance dude. So he wasn't posing for that Renaissance artist who drew that beautiful? No. Like, okay. That's oh, not, and, That's and, not the real Jesus? And you know what? Jesus didn't have that long hair. Yeah. Do you know why Jesus didn't have the long hair? Because he said it was a sin for men to, to have. Like to, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. 
So when when we look at scripture and but, we keep but it, but John oh, is such a beautiful picture. I know. Are you dragging the Bible into this thing? I'm trying not. Uh, but to. I feel so good. I've been carrying that picture in my wallet for years. You better throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I mean that's what we do, right? Yeah. We we take this stuff and we we make it into what we want, and and sometimes not even necessarily us, but the world forms the view of God, and Christians fall into it, and we're afraid to. Uh, Break up their little uh, party and they're just yeah. their little vision. They feel so good. I'll break it up. <laughs> Jesus doesn't. <laughs> that's why, but that's why people love you and not so much <laughs> me. <laughs> I let too much slide. <laughs> so listen, guys, let me help you out here. The fact that women have wings and Zachariah's vision might suggest angels in our minds, but they're not angels. And we have to be careful about going outside. In the language, in the wordage. In, you see, the, it. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I read it 150 times. I never once said think for one second it was a female angel, right? Yeah, it's like you because you read it. But I don't have a, I don't have a predisposition for that. I gotta find a female right. angel somewhere. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a great point, man. A predisposition for that meaning that you just have this di- desire that you got to know female angels exist, and so therefore that is your goal to find. Yeah, I, I come to a conclusion outside of the scripture, then I go to the scripture to try to prove my point. Right, and that's this backwards. Exactly. If you just study the scripture, you don't even ask that question. But you know, most pastors—that's how they preach—is they they find a topic and then they find a verse that'll support their topic, and yeah. then they get in and preach. I hate that because nine times out of ten, you're off topic and you're preaching heresy. Yeah. It's, it's and and I don't, and I'm not saying that like I'm not slamming anybody. I'm just simply saying that's generally what happens. Whereas if you find the verse. And you preach the verse, you're going to hang in there with Yeah, you don't have to shop for topics. You, know. you, you don't. You're scripturally accurate. Um, listen, a vision does not necessarily depict all beings or, or objects, right, um, as being actual. Uh, so let's look at Zechariah 5, 1 through 2. It gives us a beautiful example of exactly what we're talking about. In 5.1, Zechariah says, Then I turned and raised my eyes and saw there was, or saw there a flying scroll. Not literal. It's not literal. It's, this, it's is a, this is a vision. Mm-hmm. And so the only place where anybody has any remote possibility of finding a female angel is in Zechariah 5 9 but if you look at it contextually you will see that it is women nashium and it is not angels malek and it's a vision it's not reality at the time yeah it was a real um message from God from God to look at this that it's obviously it's not a real thing but it represents something right that's real and and then people come along and just well it's got to be real and then you know uh, they they take obvious typology I see this like when Jesus said at the at the last supper take eat this is my body it didn't become a physical piece of right. his body it was symbolic it was obviously symbolic and I see where the Catholic Church took that literally and well, you know, it's like, wait, wait a minute, that, that's, that's such a no-brainer. Well, so here's, here's what's interesting is when you look at the Catholic Church and when they're observing the Lord's Supper or, or what do they call it? Um, the, um, 
the mass, the um, transubstantiation. Yeah, um, tran- yeah um, t- any rate, so when they're observing Eucharist. the Lord's, yeah, Eucharist. the Eucharist, thank you, I couldn't think of it. Half point, only got a half point. <laughs> yeah, but at least you bailed us out, and I'll edit the other stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> so when you look at that, though, here's, here's the insanity of man's thought process. When you look at it, the priest prays over the bread and over the wine and they use actual wine. The problem is, and you said the word transubstantiation, they believe that they have the power. Does the priest believe that they have the power that once they pray over the bread and the wine, it literally becomes the literally, flesh, the becomes literally, literally, actually, literally the physical flesh and blood of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, my wife was Catholic and, um, for first 21 years of her life, only practiced up till age 15. And, uh, so when those, that little wafer and that little sip uh, from the cup came into her mouth that she said it never really tasted like blood and it never really tasted like tissue. It was, it, it was, was bread. It was bread and, it was wine. and wine. <clears throat> and, and, but, but this is also the insanity. Also why you find a lot of priests that are alcoholics because they have all this wine that they bring for whoever comes, right, to do the, the, the Eucharist, right? That's what you said it was. And we call it the Lord's Supper. And then they have this leftover, but because they've already blessed it and in their mind it turned into the blood of Christ, they cannot pour it out. So they, if there's nobody there, if they didn't have a big enough crowd, they have to drink it. I know our Baptist Bible College East years ago bought a Catholic Catholic seminary that had closed down in uh, Shrub Oak, New York, near Peekskill, and uh, it was an alcoholic dry-out center for alcoholic Catholic priests. And I'm very thankful for any sobriety that they gained. That's great. Absolutely. But uh, when they were going in and kind of transforming it into Baptist Bible College, they they <laughs> truckload literally truckloads of empty liquor bottles. It wasn't wine bottles; it was liquor bottles. Got them off the wine. <laughs> yeah, they graduated to something stronger. So you know, there right, were but, some I mean, that were cheating. So. But the 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 problem is that came from a false understanding and belief of the scriptures. Yeah. Taking that which is obviously symbolic and trying to make it literal against common sense. And then on the other hand, taking something that is obviously uh, symbolic and, and making it real and, and, and back and forth. And so if you just read things in its context, it's, there's no uh, room for uh, this kind of craziness. Right, and that's the thing. Read it in context. Get rid of all your preconceived notions yeah, that, unless scriptures tell you that's otherwise. That's a huge point preconceived issues and yeah. that's where a lot of this stuff comes from absolutely i know what i want looking for oh there it is and it's that's really not what it is at all yeah hey guys i hope this has helped you and if it has listen uh let me just encourage you scripture refers to angels as spirit beings it uses the masculine terminology all the way throughout it never changes there's never any question about that the biggest question and our hardest struggle is what do we choose to believe? 
Do we choose to believe what we've always been taught, even if what we've always been taught is wrong? Do we choose to believe mm. society or do we choose to believe media and, and all their advertisement? You're going to have to nail this one down. But here's my prayer, that you will get rid of all preconceived notions. You will read the scriptures and you will look at the scriptures for what it says. And then you'll honor God with the truth of the scriptures and by accepting that. And you'll land on truth. You'll land on time. truth. Hey, guys, I hope this has helped you. And if it has, please like, share, subscribe, and follow. And until next week, God bless.